beautiful presence of the Holy Spirit in this house. Beautiful presence of Jesus. Whatever burden you came with, just roll it on him tonight. Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Master. The Bible says in the book of John many folks were gathered by the pool of Waiting for the stirring of the waters. That whoever jumps in that river. Will receive their healing. We are well aware of the story of that man. 38 years. 38 years. Jesus walked to him. Do you want to be made whole? And he said, I have no man. I have no man. Say, Holy Spirit. I have no man. I don't know what it is, but tell him, I have no man. Scripture tells us there were multitude of sick people there, all kinds of illness. And Jesus just walked straight to this man, the deserted man. Everybody had left him to fend for himself. Jesus located him. And he walked out of that place. Because Jesus became the man. Say, Jesus, you are the man I'm waiting for. Tell him, Jesus, you are the man I've been waiting for. My years of stagnation comes to an end. Right now. You are the man I've been waiting for. It ends here. It ends here. It ends here. That condition that I've been there for years. The man is right where you are. The man Jesus. The man Jesus. 
the man Jesus. Hand it over to him. It is done. It's done. 38 years is ending tonight. Five years is ending now. Ten years is ending now. Three years is ending now. Jesus the man is right there with you. It is ending right here. You are leaving it right where you are. You are picking up. In the name of Jesus. In his glorious presence. Holy Spirit I thank you. 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 It's done Lord. It's done Jesus. It's done Jesus. It's done Jesus. Say Holy Spirit. Here I am. I need your help. In my life. Congregation, let me hear you sing that from your spirit. One more time with everything inside of you. presence this morning to receive help that no man can ever give me. I position myself as I listen to your word. May my heart be corrected. Position to receive.
receive that mercy that is going to change my life as you spoke this month of November the supply of mercy for every need in my life I want to share with you you just give me a few minutes thank you Holy Spirit the Bible tells us that when Nebuchadnezzar sent his army and they captured many of the Jews, the Hebrew boys among them, Daniel, Azariah, you know their names, and they went to Babylon. Time came, the king wanted some wise, good-looking people who could be taught the wisdom of Babylon so that they could serve in the palace. And uh, Daniel and his friends happened to have been among the people that were chosen. The Bible tells us at the end of three years, of training David, Daniel rather was found to be ten times wiser than his contemporaries he stood out among all the wise men mind you you need to realize that he was studying with astrologers magicians witches all kinds of people but the word tells us that David and rather Daniel engaged himself in a fast, he fasted for three years, eating vegetables. He never ate from the king's food. He chose a different diet from the diet of all the other people. We are well aware that the fall of man was a result of what they ate. Daniel distinguished himself by making a choice not to eat of what all the other men were eating. Satan comes to Jesus and tempts him and says, If you are the Son of God, turn this stone into bread. I'm getting feedback on my microphone. Turn this stone into bread. And Jesus said, And man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Everyone said the proceeding word. I'm having feedback on this. Please, can you work on this microphone? The proceeding word of the Lord. We also see how John the Baptist distinguished himself by having a special diet of locust and honey. Scientists will tell you, you are what you eat. Tell never you are what you eat. So your spiritual diet determines who you are. 
So Daniel rose in rank. Became one of the greatest men. The Lord ministered to us and told us that he's going to supply people with, with special mercies. We know lamentation says that his mercies are new every morning. That means God is able to furnish each one of us with brand new mercy we have never walked into. The question we need to ask ourselves is, who are the kind of people who will be able to walk into this dimension of God's mercy? One time, Jonah was sent for a mission to Nineveh. And the Lord told him, go and warn the people. The Bible says, Jonah decided to flee from the presence of God. He found ship entered in and took his journey we know how the story ended God pursued Jonah say God pursued Jonah God pursued Jonah he stirred up a storm at the end of the day Jonah found himself inside the belly of a whale For three days and three nights, where was Jonah? Inside the belly of a whale. A mighty prophet of God. A great man of God. Mightly used. Is in the belly of a whale. The Bible tells us Jonah began to cry to God. Jonah prayed broken man and the scripture tells us because of the experience that Jonah went through his heart was melted eventually God spoke to that fish and he vomited Jonah out Jonah went back. The Bible says he preached in that city. This is a man who had just received whose mercy, the mercy of God. Why did God release Jonah from the bellies of the whale? Because Jonah was broken. When Jonah fled from the presence of God, his will was very strong. Anointed prophet, but strong will. Anointed man of God, but is driven by his own personal agenda. But he found understanding inside the belly of that whale. And because he was broken, he secured the mercies of the mercies of God. And because of that mercy, he came out. Came out. Went into the city. And the scripture tells us when they had the gospel of Jonah, what happened? The end. 
entire city fasted, repented. And Jonah became very angry that God had mercy on that city. And he said, God, give me that scripture. I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew that you, God, you are too merciful. That's why I didn't want to go and preach. I wanted these guys to burn. I wanted these guys to die. Now they think I'm a false prophet. Jonah was angry because God was merciful. Jonah forgot that in the belly of the whale, it was mercy that brought him out. Now he doesn't want people to experience the same mercy that they experienced. Look at them and say, neighbor, next time you preach to me, remember, you are also there. God had mercy on you and brought you out of the shrine. Sometimes we have the memory of a cockroach. Very brief. Somebody say, mercy found me. Brought me out. And changed my life. We look at this too. Jonah secured the mercies of God because he was broken. What about the people of Nineveh? When they had the word, what happened? They were also broken. And they secured the mercies of God. So now we begin to find how do you and me tap into the mercies of God? There is a condition you need to fulfill. It is not enough to say, Lord, mercy! That's not enough. Your heart must be properly inclined because God sees beyond the words you speak. God looks into your heart. Strong people will never secure God's mercy. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. One time David was crying after Joab had killed one of the commanders of King Saul who had just come to join him. And these were the words of David. I am weak though anointed. Say, I am weak though anointed. I shared people here. I'm building I'm going to help you. Just be patient with me. I shared people here in the first service. Or Exodus chapter 17. How many of you know Moses in the Bible? We all know Moses. That powerful man of God. Your hero, your mentor. People are praying for his mantle to fall on them. Moses. Moses. This powerful Moses in Exodus 17. One time he raised his hands up 
And he told Joshua, go down there. You fight in the valley while my hands are up. And the scripture tells us after some time, the hands of Moses became weak. Whose hands? Do you know Moses, you people? You don't know Moses. Moses was caught up in the presence of God for 80 days. Moses is the one who wrote the book of Genesis when he wasn't in Genesis. God took Moses to the beginning and he wrote down Genesis. He saw the creation, how it all began. Moses, a man of mighty revelation, single-handedly, he pulled an entire nation out of bondage. Moses is not your average prophet you're talking about. This is a man, when Jesus needed encouragement, he had to appear. Moses is not a simple man. Jesus was so discouraged. It's Moses who came and encouraged him. Tell neighbor who encourages you. Tell neighbor who encourages you. Praise the Lord. I'm showing you who this man is. Mighty man of God. But also, his hand became weak. His hand became weak. And they got for him a a stone. Say, Moses, sit here. You mean Moses also needs help? I thought Moses doesn't need help. And they got Aaron and her to hold up the weak hands of Moses. Moses had never experienced this kind of help in his life before. It is weakness in his life that reveals Aaron and her ministry in his life. That means these two guys were always there. But Moses would never know what they could be to him until a weakness was revealed inside of him. His hands became weak. Hold it there. I'm coming. Tell him as a neighbor. I have anointed you. You need help. Let's go to the book of Hebrews chapter 4. Give me from verse number 12. I want my readings in KJV if possible. For the word of God is quick and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. And of the joints and marrow. It is a what? A discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. Let's go. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked. Help me say that all things are naked. 
Say it again. All things are naked. And open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do or to give an account. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. This reminds me of Genesis. Chapter number 2. They were naked. God would come in the cool of the day and fellowship with naked Adam and Eve. Oh Lord, help these people. As a God who come in the cool of the day and fellowship with who? Naked Adam and Eve. Though they did not know they were naked, but they were naked. Do you know that? They only became aware of their nakedness when they ate of the fruit. So the fact that they didn't know they were naked does not negate that they were naked. So God would come in the cool of the day to fellowship with who? Naked people. Uh, say, Holy Spirit, help me. Say, where is this pastor taking us? I'm coming. I want to help you tonight. Naked men. So one time when they messed up, they tried to clothe themselves. So they got fig leaves and tried and covered their nakedness. And God said, This one doesn't work. You're naked. Tell him as a neighbor. God knows what you did before you came to church. I tell them that God knows what you did. How you shouted at the other mother of you. How you removed the baby's breakfast. I'm just giving the simple one. The big one, I leave it to you. And here you are. Some say naked, but not ashamed. Naked. God would come every evening to fellowship with naked people. Uh, naked people. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> if anybody was to undress from here, some of us would flee right immediately. You begin to get afraid. What is going on? Shame, man. Fear grows a hold of you. It's amazing that God is attracted to our shame. Lord, help these people. What people? Am I speaking above your head? This pastor also, what is he talking about? Listen to me, church. (laughs) Why have you removed that scripture? I gave it. The Bible tells us, before him, 
sister, brother, you are not dressed. Let's go to Hebrews. Let me read it so we can remind you. Before him, all creatures are what? Naked. Let's <laughs> say, neighbor, God sees your nakedness. Even you are putting on a suit. <laughs> the one person you can never hide nothing from is God. He knows your darts in and out. Say, neighbor, those skeletons you left there, he has seen them. He knows your temper. Are you hearing me? He knows the kind of envy you are sitting down with right there on your chair. He knows your jealousy. He knows you are a world-class gossiper. He knows everything. He knows you're a liar. He knows you have three girlfriends. He knows it. Look at your neighbor and say nothing. Look at your neighbor and say nothing. Say God knows it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can't you see it is such? It is so foolish to think you can hide anything from God. Because before Him, all things are naked. And you have got to give an account to Him. Not to the pastor. I know you have accountability partners, but I can tell you, you don't tell them everything. <laughs> Say, neighbor, the pastor is helping you because this is the month. You're going to see the masses of God at work in your life like you've never seen before. So now, the Bible doesn't stop there. Paul was speaking to the Romans. I'm trying to tell you or put you in a place where you can be able to receive the mercies of God. Give me Romans 9.23. I hope that is the scripture. Romans 9.23. Give it to me. Okay. Give it to me in NKJV. Give it to me quickly. Let's read together. That he might make known the riches of glory on what? Say, I'm a vessel of mercy. Say it again, I'm a vessel of mercy. Are you sure about that? Alright, I'm going to show you some scripture. So you're a vessel of what? Of mercy. Look at 19 of 6, chapter 9. No, 619 of Romans. Give it to me. Let's read together. I speak after the manner of man. Because of the infirmity of your flesh. Stop right there. Do you have NIV in that Bible views? Give it to, let's try NLT. Give it to me in New King James Version. Maybe it will help us better. New King James Version. Let's read. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. <laughs> NIV says, I speak to you because I know of the limitation in your humanity. Look at neighbor and say, neighbor, you are a human being though you speak in tongues. Tell them and say, you are a human being though you do a hundred days of fasting. Tell them and say, you are a human being. Now, that is very important. 
Paul tells the Romans, because of the limitation in your flesh, you are a human being. Because of what happened from the fall, there are certain inclinations in your humanity that makes it impossible for me to speak to you the way I ought to. Say, I'm a human being. Say, I'm a human being. With limitations. In my humanity. Okay, let me help you. How many people get hungry? Do you get hungry? So that's one of your weaknesses. Say, that's, say that that's one of your weaknesses. Say, weaknesses. Is what? Hunger. Most of you break your fast at 10 a.m. You can't hold the hunger. They tell you, Jesus, you understand. Am I communicating to you? Say, I'm a human being. How many people get tired here? That is among the weaknesses you have. Say, I'm a human being. Let me not go further. So I'm trying to reveal to you that you're a human being. Am I communicating to you? So there are certain things God is saying. First of all, I am not dealing with God. I'm dealing with flesh. I'm trying to prepare you to receive the mercies of God. Because some of you think you're too strong. Look at the neighbor. That muscle you have. A mosquito can knock it down. Are you hearing me? Have you ever seen a mosquito? And it puts you in bed. For four months, three weeks, they are treating you because of a mosquito. That's how, that's how weak man has become. The other day I saw a man running from a squirrel. You are 80 kg running away from a 2 kg. Are you hearing me? Somebody say weakness. <laughs> man. Say never man is man. Say man is man. So, some of you, you shouldn't be shocked by yourself. So, Jesus... Give me back my Hebrew scripture. Give me verse number 14. Seeing then, we have a great high priest that is passed into the heaven. Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our profession. Why should we hold fast to our profession? Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Remember, I told you, you are naked. Say never you are naked. In the eyes of the Lord. There's nothing you can hide from him. Give me the next verse. Uh, For we have no high priest who cannot be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. What are your infirmities? The weaknesses embedded in your humanity. Jesus, one time, he was too tired that he slept in the boat. So he understands when you are tired. You're getting my point? One time, he was so hungry, he cast the fig tree. Never let a man of God leave your home before taking breakfast. Are you hearing me? They'll start casting people anyhow. Are you hearing me? 
Jesus cast the fig tree because he was hungry. If he had eaten breakfast, that scripture would not be there in the Bible. So now we know Jesus also gets what? See, in my humanity exist weaknesses. They are infirmities that tend to fight you from functioning the way God wants you to function. I have not mentioned sex because that one you fear. Look at your neighbor properly and say nothing. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. In fact, the Bible describes that the temptation of man exists in three main areas. It talks of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Say, neighbor, there are weaknesses. You see, the easiest way to fail to secure the help of God is to think you are strong. It doesn't work that way. Our brother told his father, give me what belongs to me. Where do I want to go? I want to go and enjoy life. So he went. When everything was finished, what happened? The Bible says he found himself that even the food they were giving pigs, they couldn't give him. He is a son of a billionaire, reduced to a partner of a pig. And the Bible says, when he finally came to his senses, when he got broken enough, <laughs> he didn't have to eat with pigs. He should have come to his senses a bit earlier when the money was getting to the zero balance. Are you hearing me? He thought he could maneuver life. Came back. says, I will arise. I'll go to my father's house. And say, Daddy, I'm not worthy to be your son. Please make me as one of your fellow servants. Meanwhile, the daddy was always waiting to see the son. When the son arrived, daddy did not wait for the son to open his mouth. Because God sees. You don't have to speak. When he was broken enough. Do you know what the son left the home without? He left the home with every goodies, but the son left the home without the ring and the rope. Which is the most important of all. Because everywhere he went, if he showed the ring and said, this is a son of the general, they would help him. <laughs> so he came back. When he was broken enough, the father bestowed on him Glory and authority. He walks away with wealth when he was not broken enough. He went away what he called the entitled mentality. It is the same disease his brother had. Because he said, Father, you have given me nothing. I've been working for you. You know, I deserve to be one. Both of them 
did not receive at first. Why? Because they took for granted their position in the house of the Lord. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. You're going to understand me shortly. So this young man comes back. He's a broken man. <laughs> in fact, when he was leaving, he said, give me what belongs to me. When he came back, he was saying, Lord, make me. <laughs> from give me to make me. Say never from give me to make me. He lost the entitlement mentality. Now he has come with a servanthood mentality. Lord, make me. Before he assumed the position. But now he said, Lord, make me. He said, now you are ready to be my real son. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. So we have what kind of a high priest? A high priest who is touched by the word. The feeling of our infirmities. But was in what? In all points tempted like as we are. Yet without sin. Oh, this is the beautiful thing now. That scripture concludes with one of the most powerful verses in the Bible. Give it to me. 16. What does it say? Let's read 1, 2, 3. Let therefore come boldly into the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and grace to help. Say neighbor, you need mercy. It begins to reveal to us who we are. That we are what? We are naked. Naked people, what they do, they come before the throne of grace. On the account of their brother Jesus, who is now the high priest speaking. Because Jesus has experienced everything you are experiencing today. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. So now you are speaking. Your boldness is not in yourself. Your boldness is in who is representing you. Who is that? The Bible says, is there on your behalf. Let me repeat it. Now that we have a high priest who has passed into the heaven, so my boldness is because Jesus is in there. The high priest. What does the high priest do? Interceding for me. Now Jesus understands hunger. Understands all the weaknesses that endweds our humanity. So when you come before the throne of grace, listen church, you are not coming to expose to God how strong you are. You are coming to tell God, this young man here needs help. <laughs> this young man here is naked, is wretched, is blind, is poor. You see, before God, you can't pretend. So you tell it to him as it is. You tell him, Lord, this guy is here. He's, a, he's full of lust, Lord. Here I am. Don't hide it. 
Because what you are want, what you are looking for, is mercy. You want to secure mercy. You cannot secure mercy based on falsehood. You have to be real and tell God, me, I am a serial thief. Though I speak in tongues. He said, Lord, me, I have a problem with scats, even if I pray. When I'm moving around, my eyes doesn't stay straight. It moves like this. But I love you, Lord. No, no, I'm talking to you. I know you guys are angels sitting down there. <laughs> but if you need mercy, I'm telling you. You can only pretend to pass the bed. There's a whole omnipresent, omnipotent, Jehovah Jireh, whatever it is. But God is a liar. Say, I want to secure mercy. So Jesus advises women, human beings, come before the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy. Because there, is, there are lots of need on the inside of you. And that need can only be met by the mercies of God. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Do I have people who need the help of God here? <laughs> God's help comes to you packaged in two things. Somebody say, mercy and grace. Say, mercy and grace. Say, mercy and grace. I told you, Moses was a very one anointed. But Moses needed people to hold his hand. So the help of God, or oh, mercy showed up in his life in form of two men. Who were they? Aaron and her. To support him. None of us here, we are self-made men. See, I'm not a self-made man. I don't know who I was telling, talking to, but I told him, never tell someone, I don't need you in my life. That is a talk of someone who doesn't know what life is all about. Alright, let me go back to Daniel. This is a pastor who talked about Daniel. Time came. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. What did he have? A dream. And he forgot the dream. So he called all people from Makere University, MOBS, UCU, Nkumba, all the universities in Kampala. I brought them together. He said, tell me my dream and the interpretation. He said, sir, this one is unique. It has never happened. Before. I said, no, 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 please. I don't want stories. Give me my dream and the interpretation. He said, sir, tell us the dreams. You are buying time. I scary. All of them. They have been lying to me all these years. Kill them. <laughs> And the word got to Daniel. And Daniel asked the king's servant, Can I go and talk to the king? And said, King, give me some time. I will tell you. Very powerful scripture in the book of Daniel chapter 2. And the Bible says, Daniel went. Daniel went and shared the challenge with his brothers. And the scripture says, Daniel desired of the mercy of God. That night. Read. One, two, three. That they would desire mercies of God. There are things in your life. You need God's mercy to unveil them into your life. 
Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Am I communicating? I say God's answer to us comes in two. By mercy, by grace. Daniel was going to be destroyed with all the wise men. And he said, God. Now listen to me, church. Do you know who Daniel is? Strong people. Daniel was ten times wiser than everybody else. He was among the wise men. In fact, to help you, give me Daniel chapter 5, verse number 12. Let me read for you, Daniel 5. To let you, I'm trying to show you something that's going to help you attract God. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge, understanding, interpreting of dreams, showing of hard sentences, dissolving doubts. <laughs> I love this. One. Daniel had the ability to dissolve doubts. Say, never have you reached there? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Dissolving what? Were found in who? Same Daniel. This is the kind of grace this man carried. Yet when Nebuchadnezzar dreamed, this man anointed with this dimension of wisdom and excellent spirit went down on his knees to secure the mercies of God. I'm trying to show you the kind of heart these people have. That's why they walk in the levels they're walking in. They never put their confidence even in the gifts that they have. God is their 100% dependency. That night, they pray, Lord, we need what? Lord, we need what? And the thing was what? Revealed to Daniel. So who are the people that God helps? Who are the people that God really helps? Give me Isaiah 57. I gave it to you. Fifty-seven, verse fifteen. Let's read together. That's it. And the lofty one that inhabit eternity, whose name is I dwell in the high and holy place, but with him also that is contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, to revive the heart of the contrite. So God is now beginning to show us the kind of people who will attract his help. Are what kind of people? Broken people. People who have got contrition of spirit. No, you haven't got me. Let me give you a perfect example. Two men called and chosen by God. King David, King Saul. Both of them are confronted by their demons. Saul is told to go and kill all the Amalekites. He doesn't obey God fully. He returns, he meets the man of God. Prophet Samuel. And he told him, I have done everything you have told me to do. And somebody said, no, sir. He began to defend himself. And argue with the prophet of God. David kills Uriah, takes away his wife. He's confronted by a prophet called Nathan. Humanly speaking, David's wickedness is stronger than the one of who? Of Saul. 
both of them are confronted with their demons. One makes excuses for his demons. One falls down on his face and tells him, I have sinned. Forgive me. It is the birth of Psalms 51. A broken heart and a contrite spirit you will not despise. So how do I secure the merciful? Say, neighbor, you are naked. Say, neighbor, you are naked. So, what secures the help of God is what? Brokenness and contrition of spirit. God will never despise the prayer, the fasting, the giving of any man who is broken and contrite. These are the only people who secure the help of God. These are the only people who draw mercies from the throne of grace. That means, someone, you remember your uncle, Flower, the tax collector? You remember? Yes. They went in there with who? With Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe was a priest. Hmm? The sister of Trish. Brother. Your brother? He said, Oh Lord, you see me? I tithe. How many times? Uh, I'm a tithe. Say never, I'm a tithe. Tell him you're a liar. He said, What? He said, I'm a tithe. How many times do I fast? Twice. I'm not like this brother Steve here. Goes on. God, you see me. We are buddies, Jesus. Lord, I thank you. I'm introducing myself. I'm called Pastor Ben. Lord, I'm a pastor. You know, with these things. I pray. Five hours a day. You know, Lord. We I, I live a fasted life. That's why you see I'm very small. Lord, you see. God, you know these things. <laughs> ah, Lord, I'm not like Dr. Zash. She's always eating pork. Are you eating so you can? You find yourself. Lord, I'm a good man. You know, I'm always in your presence. On that account, Lord, I just, I'm not like this. The other brother said, Lord, was beating his chest. What was he saying? Mercy. <laughs> Brokenness secured mercy in the presence of God. He walked away. The Bible says, justified. The other brother was happy with himself. Who does five hours? The confidence of this brother was in five hours of prayer. Three days of fasting. I don't sin. Oh, you are naked. <laughs> Who say you don't sin? If we are to open up your thought life right now, you'll be the first to run out of this, even jump through the door and say, Man, you look so holy behind those glasses there. Liar. Are you hearing me? Say, neighbor, you need help. No, I'm talking to somebody here. You will not get the help of God that you want. If you don't reach that place where you admit, Lord, I am, I'm weak. Do you get lonely? Jesus, one time the Bible says he was feeling so sorrowful. Do you go through sorrow? 
Do you feel sorrowful? One time the brother slept on him. Do people abandon you? Have you ever been rejected? Jesus was rejected. Have you been lied on? Jesus was lied on. Tell me what you haven't been done on. Have they ever beaten you? Jesus was beaten. There is nothing that you are going through that Jesus never went through. So when you are approaching Jesus, you don't pretend because you understand what exactly is going through you. And the help he will send you is customized. Somebody customized help. Most of you, the clothes you put on, you keep on try and error, try and error. You buy them. You get the point. Some of them even take them to the say, I like this thing, but reduce it for me. Praise the Lord. It is not what? It's not customized. Say, neighbor, you haven't reached the level of customized dressing. Tell them, say, neighbor, you haven't reached the level of customized dressing. Of course, Gomez is. Are you hearing me? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> what am I telling you this afternoon? Church, I've taken long. The Lord says, mercy. But mercy can only be secured by people who are broken and contrite. It is not something that is once a week. It must become the state of your heart. You know what happened. Samuel and Saul fought. What happened to Saul? He was rejected. Because he refused to break. What happened to David? God restored him. That, that out of his mistake, Solomon was born. What mercy does in your life? I don't want to go there. What I am trying to tell you this afternoon, even if you think you are the most holy person, let me tell you, that's when you need God's mercy the more. The Bible says Jesus came full of grace and truth. The throne, the Bible tells us to approach, is called the throne of grace. That we may do what? Obtain mercy. If there's anything you need on your account, what do you need? You need mercy. Why do you need mercy? Because you are human. What you think is your advantage it reaches a point in life. This is to be your advantage. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. Let me read you two scriptures here. Give me Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 to 5. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 to 5. Let's read together. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, he quickened us together with Christ. Give it to me in amplified version. Let's read together. But God, so rich is in mercy. <laughs> Say never, this God is so rich in mercy. Because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us. What did he do? Even when we were 
dead, slain by our own shortcoming. Is what I'm trying to tell you? What does your shortcoming do to you? It kills you. It kills you. And trespasses. He made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. What did he do? He gave us the very life of Christ himself. The same new life with which he quickened him. For it is by grace. His favor and mercy which you did not deserve. But you are saved. Delivered from judgment. And made partakers of Christ's salvation. This is what mercy does. Every time he shows us. Delivers you from judgment. What does it do? And it gives you what you don't deserve. So I want to speak to a few people here this month who will be broken enough. That is going to come before this month end. You will get a job that your purpose doesn't qualify you to get. Now you have begun to clap your hands. I'm telling the truth. Say Holy Spirit help me. Are you hearing me? You see mercy. That's what mercy does. That is what mercy does. Abraham lied how many times? Two times. He went to Egypt. He told Pharaoh, Sarah is what? My sister. And because of that lie, he walked out with wealth. The same thing happened in the days of Abimelech. What happened? He lied. He said, Sarah is what? And Abimelech had to pay Abraham because of lying. You see, I have also given Sarah silver. <laughs> Read the Bible. I'm not saying you lie. But when men recognize that they are weak, that there is infirmity in them, and they admit that, Lord, I am wrong. Even their mistake, God will work something beautiful out of it. <laughs> am I communicating to you? Oh, Laba Shamati. <laughs> Do you think God was shocked when David slept with Bathsheba? But now, what is going on today? Somebody say God knew it. Somebody say God knew it. Say God knew it. God knew. He was only waiting for one thing. David, can you admit? I'm going to help you. And David broke down before the Lord. The Bible says David fasted for seven days so that the son would not die. But what happened? The son died. Instead of D David throwing tantrum, are you here? God. The Bible says he washed himself, entered into the house of the Lord, and worshipped God. And worshipped God. What you cannot change, please don't cry about it. What you have prayed for and he hasn't worked out, leave it. God has something better. Don't force life. Say never God has something better. Say God has something better. I'm telling the truth. All that God is looking for. That everything David was going through. Brought in his life. Brokenness. Let me tell you. Everything in your life. That's why I tell people. Don't waste the trials in your life. Tell them don't waste the trials in your life. Let it work out in you something beautiful. David. 
a man after whose heart? God's heart. This gives us a revelation. So what really, really make David a man after the heart of God? David didn't know to pretend. David was real. He attracted the help of God. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. Give me First Peter chapter 3. The last scripture I'm going to give us. Take it, sorry, take it. 3 to 4. Chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. First Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. Let's read. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy, he has begotten us. Give it to me in LNT. Make sure you find NIV and put it in that Bible there. Let's read again. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again. Uh Uh-huh. Because God raised Jesus from the dead. Now we live with great expectation. Somebody said, because of this great mercy. That's why you are what? That's why your body said, the mercies of God have secured my salvation. Say again, the mercies of God. What has he done? So every time a man goes in prayer, what does he need? Mercy and grace. Mercy and grace. One time, as the children of Israel crossed into the promised land, Joshua thought it was going to be business as usual. And Jesus shows up. And he asked her, when Joshua saw him, he said, Sir, who are you? Are you for us? Or are you against us? Can you imagine that Joshua could not even recognize the appearance of Jesus? Yet he was caught up in heaven with Moses before. And the Lord told Joshua, Neither. I am not for you. I am not for your enemy. (laughs) The next thing he told Joshua, Take off your shoes. Remove your shoes. The same thing he told Moses. Remove your shoes. I don't want that fake confidence you have. I know you've won many battles. Joshua did as he was told. Listen, church. The strategy God gave Joshua took over Jericho. The next thing what happened? Joshua said, "Ah, if we have brought down one, Jericho, the next city is a small one. Hey, I need 3,000 men. You just go there. He lost it. He never consulted God. Just like most of you. What happened? The Bible says they were chased like bees. They ran. Joshua fell down on his face. The mistake, he didn't even consult God. He didn't consult God. Whether it is big, whether it is small, you need the hand of God. That's how you know that somebody is broken. When they mean, whether it is a big or a small thing, they don't presume. They always consult God. Most of you, you only consult God when this Goliath. The moment is not Goliath, you know, I will handle this with my strength. That is not a life of brokenness. And that's where many of us lie. That's why our prayer hours are full of praying for stuff. 
Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. Who is the man who will attract the help of God? A broken-hearted man. A contrite spirit. To this one will I look. Isaiah 66 verse number 2. Give it to me. To this one will I look. Let's read together. All those things. My hand has made them. And all those things. Have been. Says the Lord. Next. But to this man. I look. Even to him. That is poor. And contrite. In spirit. And trembles. At my word. Do you want God to fight for you? Do you want God to fight for you? You want to secure the help of God? I beg you from today. Please. The Bible says. Hostess are prepared for the day of battle. But victory. Comes from the Lord. Plan. The Bible says trust in the Lord. With all of your heart. Never lean. On your understanding. In all your ways. What is acknowledgement of God? I can't do it on my own. I'm a weak man. No matter how experienced you are. No matter how knowledgeable you are. Even when you think you know. I beg you. Tell God. I don't know enough. I don't know enough. I need your help. One time. I went home. My sons were praying. Their, their guns with their guns. Praise the Lord. So they blew up one of the car windows. Praise the Lord with their gun. I think one more. They must have missed the bullet. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Not a real bullet. Are you here? You understand? Somebody looking at me and saying, My God, these man's children play with real guns. No, no, no. Praise the Lord. It's a kiddie stuff. Now, this guy is a second twin. He puts everything apart and puts them together. One time I bought them a truck. After a few months, I, because they failed to remove the tires of the truck, they set it on fire. Praise the Lord. You can't, I mean, that is his nature. His brain is very... It's always one to put things together. Put things and put it apart. When he fails, he fails. But he's always there. So, when I arrived, he met me at the gate. I said, Daddy, I'm so sorry, Daddy. Because he had destroyed the window of the car. Daddy, I will not do it again. I saw his face. I saw his brokenness. My heart went for him. He secured mercy because of brokenness. Otherwise, I was going because they told me I'd prepared. Oh, are you hearing? <laughs> I was going to whip him. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> Praise Jesus. How did he secure mercy? That's how God is. I said, That's how God is. The moment brokenness is revealed, you secure his mercy. I said, You secure his mercy. Those are the people God helps. You could be here. You blew it up. I said you could be sitting here. You blew it up. You are not the first one to make a detour. Abraham did one. 
Maybe you backslid. There was hunger and then you went to Egypt. Praise the Lord. And he said, Pastor, I, I, I want to come back home. As we all stand up on our feet. Tell you never, it is never late to be right. Tell you never, it is never late to be right. You're here. You want to secure the mercies of God. He said, I got it wrong. I messed it. I made a mistake. Pastor, pray with me. I want to make a comeback. I'm tired of the noise of Lucifer. Of condemnation. The noise of guilt. I want to agree with you. I want you to come here. You want to make a comeback. Or you're not born again. You've been coming to church. But you want to give your life to Jesus. It's by mercy we are saved. Lift those hands up to Jesus. Say, Father, I have heard your word. You know me more than I know myself. I can't pretend before you. You know all the inclinations. You know all my desires. You know all my weaknesses. I am naked before you. I have nothing to hide. Lord, I need your help. You have spoken to us this month. You are sending us help. The kind of help we have never received before. Lord, I need your mercy. I need your mercy to deal with my life. Here I am, Lord. Those desires. Whatever is inside of me that represents infirmity, weaknesses, I need your help now. Mercy me, Lord. Mercy me, Lord. Mercy me, Lord. Here I am before the throne of grace. I need mercy for help. My business needs mercy. My marriage needs mercy. My relationships need mercy. My life needs mercy. Holy Spirit, the kind of help that will bring me out this afternoon, you see my heart. Lord, fight for me. Like you stood for Abraham. Lord, this afternoon, I call on your mercy. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. But you're a merciful God. On the account of Jesus, this afternoon, let there be a change in my circumstances, in my life. Whatever has been harassing me, Lord, let your mercy deal with it right now in my body, in my soul, in my workplace. I'm securing your mercy today. Mercy me, Lord. Like blind Bartimaeus cried, Son of David, have mercy upon me. Lord, I need mercy for all areas of my life. Where the enemy has been having an upper hand. Lord, send me your mercy. Lord, send me your mercy. Lord, send me your mercy. 
My wisdom has failed me. My strength has failed me. My weapons have failed me. My connections have failed me. I've tried everything I know. I've tried everything I have learned. It is not working. Lord, this afternoon, I lift my eyes to you. Send me your mercy. This month of November, the brand new mercies, brand new mercies, according to your word, to change my circumstance, to change my life, to change my life, make my life what it ought to be. By your mercies. Somebody say, mercy me, Lord. Shout it out. Tell him, mercy me, Lord. Say, mercy me, Lord. Mercy me, Lord. Mercy me, Lord. Mercy me, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus. You see everyone in this house. The things have been fighting, struggling with. Issues, war. Master. The way of a man is not in himself. As we are gathered here, your word doesn't come. Let your word be confirmed in their lives. By the manifestation of the mercies of God. By the manifestation of your mercies. Father, none of these your sons and daughters who have yielded themselves to your mercy. This very hour, they are leaving it here. They are leaving it here, Lord. They are leaving it here. Yes, my Father, through many dangers and toil, and snares, I have already come. was grace Lord Jesus that brought me he saved us and grace will lead me home will lead me with with everything inside you sing amazing grace how sweet the sound If you're here, you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to renew your confession of your faith, or you want to be part of this work of grace, you want to be in this church, you feel the conviction to make this your home church, I want you to come forward here, I want to pray with you. Don't fear anyone, don't be afraid. I was lost, but now... You want to make your, your welcome. Uh, was blind. You want to make your life right. But now, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, amazing grace. Amazing grace. You're welcome. Amen. How sweet. You are there. You want to make a comeback. Please, you're welcome. You're welcome. You backslid. You lost your fire. But you need your fire back. 
Please come. The Lord will revive you. It's only broken people who attract the mercies of God. Yes, Master. You're welcome. 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 Amazing grace. How sweet. Holy Spirit. was blind but now but now I see give me the second verse the Lord has taught my heart has my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved and grace how precious did that grace appear the grace appeared the first hour I believe You must welcome. You must welcome the grace of Jesus, the mercies of Jesus will make everything right in your lives. I say the mercies of Jesus, that hand clap there is for the LC of your village. I say the mercies of Jesus will make everything right in your life. I say the mercies of Jesus will make everything right in your life. You're most welcome. Just give me three minutes. You follow that young lady there. Just three minutes only. To your right. Is it to your right? Yes, to your right. To your right. Amen. Just three minutes. Three minutes only. Right that side. Three minutes. Tell your neighbor. Say neighbor. Say the Lord knows you. No room for pretense. Brokenness and contrition of spirit will secure you what your degree cannot do for you. Tell them brokenness and contrition of spirit will secure for you what your experience will never do for you. Let me give you this scripture as you go home. One last scripture in NLT. Give me Ecclesiastes in NLT. 9-11. Let my brothers and sisters read this. The strength must be in God. Let's read together. And this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And those, those way you get it. 
don't always lead a successful life. It is all decided by chance. By being in the right place. At the right. Say, Lord, I need your mercy. Lord, I need your mercy. Let your mercy position me in the right place at the right time. So you can say, let your mercy position me in the right place at the right time. What speed cannot do for me? What strength cannot do for me? What skill cannot do for me? What education cannot do for me? What wisdom cannot do for me? Lord, let your mercy do it for me. I pray that prayer for each one of you. That that mercy of the Lord will do for you what all those have failed to do. What your beauty failed to do for you, may the mercies of God do it for you. I say what your skill failed to do for you, may the mercies of God do it for you. What your papers failed to do for you, may the mercies of God do it for you. Oh, you are weak, I say. May the mercies of God. I say, may the mercies of God overrule your case. I say, may the mercies of God overrule in your life. May the mercies of God decide over the issues of your life. Say, I receive the mercies to live the kind of life God has destined me to live. In Jesus' mighty name. Turn to three people and tell them they are blessed. They are highly favored. I'm so sorry I took so long today. And God is with you. Tell them, tell them. I'll see you in the morning dew on Wednesday at 5.30. We are fasting and praying and seeking God. Love you guys. The masses of God. Play, play, play with everything on the inside of you.